This is the Devotion Rewind, where we take a look back through the archive at some of Pastor Robert's most loved sermons. Join us as we get blessed once again through this powerful message. I'm in Hebrews chapter 5, and I want to start at verse 5 of Hebrews chapter 5. I mean, this chapter here, I mean, all of Hebrews, it's only 13 little chapters, but my goodness, it could take your lifetime and then more. It's so rich. It's so powerful. I find the book of Hebrews so amazing. And in Hebrews chapter 5, it talks about how Jesus became our great high priest, how he came into the place to be able to help us in the battle of our affections, in the battle of our hearts, in the battle of our minds, and how he, as our great high priest, intercedes, not just for us, but in us by his Holy Spirit, to help perfect our affections for God, to help surrender our whole heart and mind to God. You know, I used to be so frustrated with myself when my heart was so exposed in the light of God's presence, that my heart was not fully His, that my dedication was compromised by so many other things, and that I wasn't truly sincere and wholehearted before God, that I had so many other things to hide, and I felt, I, I felt not pure. And, and you know what Jesus said in Matthew 5, the pure in heart will see God and how my heart was exposed before Him, and I would be so down on myself and think, God, why call me? Why choose me when I have so many issues? But I have come to know my Savior as my great high priest interceding, not just for me, but in me, and empowering me and enabling me with His heart of love for God, with His dedication and consecration for God. Jesus prayed in John 17, Father, I consecrate myself to you so that they also may become consecrated. Oh, don't you know, dear friends, that the Lord did all this for us, what He did to bring us into perfect oneness with the Father? Read it in John 17. Now look at this here in Ephesians chapter 5. So to Christ, the Messiah, did not exalt Himself to be made our High Priest, But he was appointed and exalted by him who said to him, You are my son. Today I've begotten you. As he says also, this is Hebrews 5 or 6, as he says also in another place, You are high priest appointed forever after the order and rank of Melchizedek. Right? So God said to him two things here. He said to Jesus, You are my son. Today you have come forth from me, right? And then he says, and you are high priest after the order of Melchizedek. You read about this in Psalm 110 and in Genesis chapter 15, uh, chapter 14 about Melchizedek, that he was a high priest after the order of an eternal life that has no beginning or end, a life of perfect righteousness, peace, and joy. So he says, you have the kind of anointing that has eternity in it, has no beginning or end, has no failure in it, that has perfect righteousness, 
friends, there is no perfect peace for anybody without God's perfect righteousness. And there is no fullness of joy, total satisfaction in life without that righteousness. Oh, praise the Lord, what God gives us through Jesus. But then look, even though the Father had said to him, you are my son, even though he had said to him, you are the high priest, look what Jesus did in verse 7 of Hebrews 5. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up definite special petitions for that which he not only wanted but needed, and supplications with strong crying and tears to him who was able always to save him out from death, and he was heard because of his reverence towards God, his godly fear, his piety, in that he shrank from the horror of being separated from the bright presence of the Father. And even though he was a son, he learned active and special obedience through what he suffered and his completed experience making him perfectly equipped, he became the author and source of eternal salvation to all those who give heed to him and obey him. Being designated, recognized, and saluted by God as high priest after the order and rank of Melchizedek. Concerning this, we have much to say, but it's hard to explain since you become dull in your spiritual hearing and sluggish or even slothful in achieving spiritual insight. Concerning this, concerning what? What made Jesus? You see, it says in Hebrews chapter 9, the previous chapter, or excuse me, the following on chapter It says that Jesus offered himself up to God by his eternal pre-existent personality. Jesus was not only found perfect as the Son of God in the action of fulfilling all of those things that were spoken about him in Scripture, but in his nature. It's the nature by which he offered himself. It's the nature, the attitude the personality by which he did what God asked of him. It's like you can have somebody do something and that what they do is what needs to be done. But the attitude with which they do it can be so bad that you almost rather not have them do it. It spoils what they do. Where with the Lord Jesus, it made what he did perfect for God. It says in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1, When the Heavenly Father says first, follow the example as beloved children of God, of Christ, who when he gave himself to God for us, for you and me on the cross, his love for us was like sweet perfume to the Father. And this is what I'm talking about. When I talk about to you about seeking the glory of God or that God be glorified in you, that's what I'm talking about. It's not just what we do, but it's the spirit with which we do it. And in this, we need Jesus. Yes, we need him to empower us to do it, but also by the spirit with which we do it. Oh, how the Heavenly Father has faith for you and me. He really does have faith for you because he believes that Jesus, as our great high priest, is able to perfect that which concerns us, to complete the work he's begun in us. Or like the Apostle Paul writes to the Philippian church, and you know this verse, that he works within us the willingness and the ability to do what pleases God. 
Oh, I love talking about this. I love talking about this. I pursue this with all my heart by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ working in me by His Spirit. I have faith in His ability as my great high priest to empower me with His divine nature, to liberate me from the corruption that's in the world through lust by making me a partaker of His divine nature according to the precious promises given unto us as Peter says in 2 Peter chapter 1. Or as Isaiah says in chapter 53 verse 11, that by the knowledge of Himself which He possesses and imparts to us, He will justify us for He bears our iniquities. Oh, my Father is so good to give us Jesus. Without Him, without Him, all we would have is shadows and types. We would see it afar off, but never be able to see it come to pass in our hearts and minds. We would never be able to fully partake of the glory that we were predestined to without the Lord Jesus Christ. But through Jesus, today the way is open for you. Come on, what I'm trying to say to you right now is have faith in Jesus. Believe in Jesus. Jesus said in John 14, verse 1, If you believe in God, believe also in me. Have faith in Jesus. Believe upon the Lord Jesus. He works within you His nature. He works within you also the willingness and the ability to do the will of God. Come on. Don't count yourself out. Don't say, oh, Pastor Robert, I I just can't do it. I, I, I just keep having a bad attitude or I keep not doing what I know I should be doing. And I know I should do it, but I just don't do it. I, I'm just no good. I, I'll never be able to get there. I, I, I don't have what you have. Come on, that's not true. You have what I have. You have Jesus. He's equally available to us all. He's not a respecter of persons. He gives himself to you as he gives himself to us. It says, by one spirit, we are baptized into one body. You have the spirit of Christ no less than I do. And he who has the spirit of Christ belongs to Christ. Read it in Romans 8. I'm going to close to you today's message from Philippians chapter 2. And I quoted it from the King James that he works within you the willingness and ability. But I want to read it to you from the Amplified Translation here. And I'll pick it up halfway down verse 12 of Philippians 2. It says that, Therefore, work out, cultivate and carry out to the goal and fully complete your own salvation with reverence and with awe and trembling, with self-distrust. That needs a bit of explanation. Listen, with serious caution, tenderness of conscience, Right? Work out your own salvation. Self-distrust. What does self-distrust mean? In other words, don't depend on your own ability for salvation. Depend fully on Jesus. Lean fully on His ability to save you. Totally rely on Him. Totally depend upon Him. Have a tender conscience before the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes? Watchful against temptation, timidly shrinking from whatever might offend God and discredit the name of Christ. Listen now, verse 13. (laughs) Not in your own strength, for this God who is all the while effectively at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power 
and desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure, satisfaction and delight. And then it says, do nothing but the, do nothing in grumbling and complaining, but do it always unto the Lord. Would you take this message to heart today and believe that Jesus Christ, through his wonderful spirit and nature, works in you the willingness and ability to please God? Would you just put your faith in him? And maybe you have to do what I had to do for so many years, weep at the foot of the cross and say, Lord, I can't do it, but I believe there's nothing impossible with you. I believe you love me. I believe you will perfect that which concerns me. I believe you will complete the work of your hands. I'm your handiwork, Lord, recreated by your spirit in me. Recreate me, Lord, recreate me. Transform my heart and mind to have your heart and your mind. Make me like you, Lord. I surrender to you. I submit to you. Work in me by your Spirit. And as you pray these prayers, the Holy Spirit comes and begins to work in you that which is impossible with man, but possible with God. Shall we just have a moment of prayer? Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit at work in us right now bringing in us the nature of Jesus, bringing in us his love for God, his submission to the Father, his surrender to the Father, his submission. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you perfect us through the knowledge of yourself. In Jesus' name. Now on these Wednesday nights, on these Wednesday services, we we usually always honor God with our giving. And you can go to the Life Church homepage, lifechurchuk.org, and you can click there on the giving tab and and it will direct you how you can give or if you don't have a computer or anything like that, you could send in a check to Life Church at Bowleswell Gardens, Folkestone, Kent, CT196BQ. But the Lord bless you as you honor the Lord with your giving and I invite you to come and join us for the daily devotions that come online about six o'clock in the morning. And also, of course, we're going to have our live stream here this coming Sunday morning. And I trust that the Holy Spirit is there with you, helping you, teaching you to keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday service. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's installment of Devotion Rewind. If you were blessed by today's message, please feel free to contact us and visit our website at lifechurchuk.org